Amen. It's a joy to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Amen. Amen. For three of us anyway. Amen. Amen. Regardless of where you're at in your spiritual state right now at this moment, and whether you enjoy this service or not, I want you to consider for a minute that you could be in a hospital somewhere laid up. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, whether you're going through a valley or whether you're just struggling or, or whatever, listen, it could always be much worse. So I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's a few more. That's a little better. Amen. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. The choir pretty much uh, a few minutes ago uh, preached the message. Amen. And as I was sitting there and they were singing that song, I, I thought how God works. Amen. And I've never heard that song before, but one part of it uh, talks about that many times, or a million times, that we have rested in His arms. And if the Lord uh, will help us in a few minutes, I want to preach to you about that, about rest. Amen. Rest is very important. Amen. And uh, I was sitting there thanking God, if you would, and He's in our midst, and we don't ever want to take that for granted. We want to thank Him for showing up. Amen and passing by our way, amen. I felt His presence here this morning, and that's something that I never want to take for granted, and I know you don't, so we're glad that you're here, but most importantly, we're glad He's here, amen. And I'm glad when He makes His presence known, amen, that we don't have to look around and wonder who it is, but we know, amen, that He has made His presence known in our midst, and I'm grateful and thankful for that. You take your Bible, amen, and turn to the book of Acts, and uh, we'll try to share with you what God has laid on our heart today. The book of Acts chapter number 9, I believe it is. The book of Acts chapter number 9. And I want to say to you this morning that God is greatly concerned about you. Don't matter who you are, where you're from, what you've been into, what you've been up against. God is concerned about us and loves us, and I'm grateful and thankful for that today. Amen. That He really does care for you and I, and that He, he wants to help us with our needs, help us with all the things that we go through. But in the book of Acts, chapter number 9, and verse number uh, 31, The Word of God says this, Then had the church rest throughout all Judah and Galilee and Samaria and were edified, walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Amen? And the key word is rest. And we want to go to the Lord in prayer together. You pray with us this morning. Father, Lord, we thank you so much for this time together. Lord, I'm truly grateful and thankful, Lord, for your presence in our midst. I thank you, Father, that you love us, that you care for us. God, our heart is burdened this morning, Lord. I do feel like there are those in our midst this morning, God, that, that need that rest, Lord. Not the physical rest, Lord, but the spiritual, Father. God, I pray that you would finger around their heart. You would help them to see and realize that you care for them, that you love them, God, and that you're able to meet that great need. Father, we thank you for loving us and caring for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now you bear with us a few minutes. Amen. And we'll try to share what God has placed on our heart. 
The Bible talks about uh, three different kinds of rest. The one we're all real familiar with, and that's physical rest. Hey, and I want to say there's nothing any, any more enjoyable, amen, uh, for a man or a woman to work with their hands or to labor and to get tired and to go in and sit down at the end of the day and get some physical rest for the body, amen? I mean, it's been toiling. The Bible teaches us that, we, that He told Adam, He said, you're going to earn your living by the sweat of your brow, amen? And the other day as I was sweating and laboring and I went in and I sat down and got something to drink and I, I began to rest, I thank God for that physical rest that He can give to the body. In Revelations chapter 14, and I believe it's verse number 16, don't hold me to it, the Bible speaks of eternal rest for God's people, those that know God. It says that one day, amen, that they shall rest from their labors and their works do follow them. So one day, amen, I'm going to have eternal rest. But the rest that we're talking about here today is spiritual rest, amen. And the Scripture here is talking to the church, but I want to say just for a few minutes today, there are so many people today that have no spiritual rest, amen. They're in a spiritual turmoil, amen. They're running to and fro. People today, why are they running to this and they're running to that and they're seeking this and they're seeking that? They're not physically tired. They're spiritually tired. They're trying to find something to fill that void inside of them. They're trying to find something to fill that spiritual need that they have that God, when He created man, placed inside of us. Amen? And we all have it. And people today, they're running here, and they're running there, and they're seeking this, and they're seeking that. And the Bible said, What shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his very soul? They think that if they can make enough money to buy the things that will make them happy, then they'll be happy. But do you realize this morning that the, that the majority of people that commit suicide are millionaires? Hey, that's proof in itself that it's not in the money. It's not in the sex. It's not in the drugs. It's not in the alcohol. But it's in Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen, you'll never get your soul satisfied. You'll never be spiritually settled or at rest till you genuinely get saved by the grace of God. Hey, when He comes in and He sets up a boat in your heart, amen. I told them in Sunday school class this morning, hey, I'm satisfied, amen. He set up a boat inside of me, hey, and I might not have much in this world, but I'll tell you what, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody that has more rest, amen. And we rest in Him, glory to God, knowing that I'm saved by the grace of God. Hey, I know what I'm talking about. I used to run here, and I used to look there. God blessed me with a family. God blessed me with a job. And for a little while, it seemed to satisfy me, but it wasn't long. Seemed like that yearning to come back inside my soul. Amen. There was no rest. Amen. There was no peace until on May the 8th, 1990, when Jesus, Amen, Give me soul rest, amen. Your soul this morning, amen. The very being of man, amen, that spiritual part of you. It's longing and yearning for God. You say, I'm not. I don't doubt that. The Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a little season, amen. 
And the devil will convince you if you can just do something different. Amen. You can just switch jobs or, or switch wives or switch this or do that. It'll be what you need and that'll be all taken care of. But I'm here to tell you that's a lie right out of the pits of hell. Man will never be satisfied till he settles the sin question. And Jesus settled it on Calvary and forgave us of our sin. Hey, all I had to do was ask Him to forgive me of my sin. And He come in my soul. I believe somebody here this morning, you need spiritual rest. Hey, you've thought about it. You've considered what would happen should you close your eyes in death. You've heard the gospel. You know Jesus loves you. But you put Him off. And He begins to wrestle with your soul. God loves you too much to leave you in the state you're in. I'm glad that God so loved me that He wrestled with my soul. He brought me to the place where I submitted unto Him and surrendered. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. Hey, you get that soul rest, glory to God. Hey, before we go on, I beg and plead with you here this morning, if you don't know Him, amen, oh please, please get saved by the grace of God. You say, Brother Law, you're crazy, you're loud, oh I'm telling you what, listen, I'd plead, I'd beg, I'd stay up here with you all night long, hey, if it took it, amen, to get you to the place where you see and realize that without Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, amen, you're going to die and go to hell. Amen. And what's funny and amazing to me is I see people, and I've watched them over the years. I saw them 10 years ago. I saw some as far back as 20 years ago. Some of the same people. They were restless. They had no soul. No soul rest. They were restless and weary. And you know what they're still doing this day? They're still struggling along. They're still trying to find something to fill that void inside of them. They're still searching. They're still looking. They're still going back to some of the same old things and trying them all over again. Hey, but I'm glad, glory to God, the search is over. I don't have to look no more. I was just like they was. I thought I was doomed. I thought I'd never find it. I never knew it would be as good as it was, glory to God. Oh, but thank God it's far better than they ever said it was. Amen. He's far more and far greater, hallelujah, than I ever imagined he could be. So I beg and plead with you here today, amen, to get some rest for your soul. Amen. It's troubled. Amen. And you think about the things that are going on in our world today, in society, and you think about what could happen. Amen. It brings fear and unrest and unstableness. And that's, that's not weariness of body, that's weariness of soul. Amen. People are wondering where to look to. They're wondering, looking for answers. I'm telling you, the answer's found in the lids of your Bible. Amen. The answer's found in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. But the church, amen. Bible said the church, amen, had rest. Then had the church rest. The opposite of rest, spiritual rest, was unrest. There had been unrest up to this time in the church. You've got to remember the church is young at this stage. The church is just getting established. And when I say church, I'm not talking about old Savannah, but I'm talking about the blood-bought church that Jesus set up. Amen. And it don't matter where we go or where we belong, if we're saved by the grace of God, we're part of the church of God. But they had unrest. Stephen had been martyred. He'd been killed. The apostles had been put in jail. Amen. The church was sort of struggling along. 
Amen. They were having difficulties. Hey, but I like that word then. Amen. The Apostle Paul had been persecuting. Hey, he'd been putting them in jail. He'd been binding them. He'd been dragging them off down there to jail. But guess what? Hey, even the grace of God found old Saul. Amen. Changed him into Paul. Amen. A preacher of the gospel. Amen. Hey, but up to that point, they had sort of feared for their lives. Fear always brings anxiety. Fear of the unknown. That's really what scares all of us is the fear of the unknown. Hey, but listen, I've got soul rest. Hey, I don't have to worry about what comes tomorrow. He has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of wisdom of a sound mind. Amen. Listen, hey, I want to tell you something. The church had rest. Amen. They had soul rest. They weren't physically tired, but they were spiritually Worn out. It was the uncertainty, the unknown that we all face sometimes in life. Hey, but can I tell you, hey, I found soul peace and I found soul rest on May the 8th, 1990, but still from time to time, I find that my soul is in turmoil. I find I get weary and I get weak sometimes. But can I tell you, when I make it down to the house of God, hey, and I get to get together with God's people, and I get to see the brethren. And I get to take the book, the Word, open it up, and the words on the page come alive. Amen. Hey, and the man of God starts to preach. Hey, guess what? Hey, that turmoil and that stirring, amen, and that anxiety and all that stuff that's going on inside of my soul, amen, I want to tell you something. Uh, it cries out, oh, there's peace, glory to God. And there's rest for a weary soul. We need rest, amen. We labor and toil physically. And if you work hard enough, you won't have no problem sleeping at night. Amen. If you labor hard enough and you put forth a lot of effort, glory to God, you'll sleep like a baby, amen. Hey, but when we labor and toil spiritually, amen, and we weep and we cry and we pray and we beg and we plead, but it seems like we don't get very far, the soul gets weary and tired and people need rest sometimes. Then had the church rest, amen. I'm telling you what, it's our sincere desire today for God's people, amen, to have some soul rest, amen. Because the devil will stir up Everything he can inside of you. Amen. Hey, but listen, after the church had rest, there were some things took place. The importance of soul rest is found here in this scripture. Amen. What happened? Amen. And said, then had the church rest throughout Judah and Galilee and Samaria and were edified. Amen. They were lifting one another up in love. First Corinthians 8 Love builds up. Amen. It is our sincere desire to build you up in the love, amen, and admiration of the Lord this morning and for one another, amen. The church has become experts at tearing down, amen. Hey, it's not our place to talk or to criticize or to judge anyone. Hey, we need to be in the business of edifying one another and lifting one another up to a holy God, amen. Not our place to look at others and condemn them. I have enough trouble keeping my own self straight. I ain't got the energy nor the effort to condemn nobody, amen, or to judge them, amen. Listen, I want to edify you and lift you up in love, amen, and the body comes together. 
And they're edified together. Amen. Hey, in the name of Jesus is proclaimed. And all of God's people say amen. Hallelujah. Edification of the church. Edification. Amen. Lift it up in love. You love me and I love you. Like we should. It'll be very difficult to talk about us. Hey. Do you see me down and out? you see me what doing something I shouldn't? Amen. Just lift me up to the Lord. Amen. Oh my, edified. Amen. You know why a lot of times we don't have edification? Because we don't have no spiritual rest. There's unrest. And it'll never happen when there's unrest in the soul. Amen. You say, but brother Lord, you just don't understand. You don't know everything that's going on. Well, I'm sort of glad I don't. I don't know more and more than I did two months ago. But I'm telling you, I know God knows this. Amen. That the church has to come together for a purpose, for a common goal. Amen? Hey, and that's why we're here this morning. And that's why our soul is burdened. Amen? If you're here this morning, you're lost, we're burdened, we're troubled. I wanted to rejoice in the Lord more. Amen? I wanted to shout glory to God and just worship Him for a little while. But I'll be honest with you, my soul's burdened. Amen? You say, why, Brother Lord? Because I want somebody here to know this same Jesus I know. Amen. I want your search to be over. Amen. I want you to come to place, glory to God, where you realize, oh, that you need Him. Hey, and you won't be satisfied with anything else, glory to God, till you get saved by the grace of God. The church was edified. The Bible says they were walking in the fear of the Lord. Walking in the fear of the Lord. Godly reverence toward a holy God. It means their daily walk was in accordance to the Word of God. Their daily walk, their speech, their talk, their walk, everything they done, they were considering what God thought about it. Do we do that? Do we think, amen, before I say something bad about Brother Danny, amen, do I consider what God might think about it? Amen, not that I said anything. Amen. Huh? We walk in the fear of the Lord? Or we walk in godly reverence? Amen. Reverence in Him. Knowing that He sees and knows all. Amen. And we, and we live it that way. Amen. This is about life and character. Does your life and character reveal Jesus Christ? Or does your flesh rise up in you? We speak out of turn. We say things we ought not say. Somewhere down the road, maybe if, 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 if God reveals it to us, amen, He usually does, we'll just listen. We'll say, gosh, I messed up. I spoke out of turn. I spoke out of line. I should have kept my mouth shut. You know, God just gives us one mouth and two ears. The Bible says, be swift to hear, but slow to speak. Somebody told me one time, I said, Brother Lloyd, you don't say hardly anything. I went to a church here a while back and we had a men's meeting thing and it was all there. And uh, he said, uh, somebody said, well, he don't say much. And the priest said, he don't. He don't talk much at all. Amen. Unless the Lord's preaching. Unless he's preaching. Amen. I'm not boasting and bragging on me. But I took that literally. Amen. He said to be swift to hear and slow to speak. A lot of times it'll do us well just to listen for a little while. Amen. A lot of times it'll be revealed to us. Amen. We might have pity and compassion. Amen. If we knew the whole story. Amen. Hey, that love might well up within us, amen, if we're walking in the fear of the Lord, amen, and considering what it is that we're about to say or what it is we're about to do, instead of just 
doing it and then having to live with the consequences. The church, amen. Is that old Savannah Baptist Church? Is that you? Amen. Or wherever we may go. He said the church had rest and was edified. Amen. Walking in the fear of the Lord. Amen. And what happened? Amen. The Bible says, Amen. In the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Huh? Is that what your Bible says? He's walking in the comfort of the flesh. He's walking in the comfort of this or that. Hey. Hey. When there's spiritual rest and the body of Christ is edified, hey, and they're walking in the fear of the Lord, hey, then the comfort of the Holy Ghost, uh, hey, it floods the soul. Amen. And comforts the soul in time of trouble, in time of turmoil, in time of doubt, in time of decision. Hey, the Holy Ghost comes on the scene and stands guard over your heart. Hey, the enemy says, I'm having trouble getting in there. God said, that's because I sent the Holy Ghost by. Hey, to comfort them and to help them during their time of need. What did the Bible say about the Holy Ghost? Huh? Jesus said, He'll testify of me. He don't even testify of Himself. Amen. He just testifies of the Son of God. Hallelujah. And says, That's Him. Amen. Woo! Thank God for the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That'll come by and comfort our weary soul in time of trouble. He's followed me down to the graveyard when the tears flowed like a river. And He's comforted my soul. Amen. I've laid my head on a pillow at night, troubled and so distraught by the things that had happened in my life that we've wept ourselves to sleep. Oh, but the Holy Ghost! Hey, before we drift off into sleep, the Holy Ghost come by. Hey, He said, you still belong to God. Hallelujah. Hey, and He bring comfort to my weary, troubled soul. Amen. As only He can. We might give words of encouragement one to another. I'm telling you, there's no comfort like the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We've gotten to the place and point where people really don't care whether the Holy Ghost is present or not. So I want to tell you something. Hey, you're saved by the grace of God. He dwells within you, don't He? Yeah, He does. And we need a feeling of that. Amen. The church had rest. Amen. God's not the author of confusion. That's what the Word says. It says God's not the author of confusion. He's not the author of turmoil. He's not the author of all these other things, amen, that seem to happen sometimes in life. But the enemy is great. And the enemy is well aware of you and I. You might not think it by the way we're preaching this morning because I'm feeling good, but boy, we struggled all morning long. The enemy kept bringing up something, trying to place it in my mind. Amen. Amen. Trying to get my thoughts on something else. Trying to get me discouraged and disheartened. Amen. Trying to get me down and out and get me to the place, glory to God, where I can't hardly go. I've come to realize it's just Him. 
It's just the enemy. It's just a wicked one. Hey, he's on my trail. He don't want me to preach. He don't want me to do anything for the glory of God. It seems to happen every Sunday morning and sometimes usually on Saturday night. Amen. He'll come like a roaring lion. Amen. Trying to do something. Amen. But God whispers to my soul. Hey, so you don't have to listen to him. Hey, I even thought on the way up here, I said, God, I was praying driving up the road. I said, God, he's done got in here beside me in the passenger seat, Lord. Oh, God. God. I said, Lord, would you come on the scene and at least put him in the back seat? I believe God went a little farther and put him in the trunk, glory to God. Hey, God is able. You and I are no match for the enemy. He put thoughts in your head and words in your mouth. Listen, the comfort of the Holy Ghost. And what else does the Bible say? Were divided. Amen? Now somebody better correct me. Amen? What does your Bible say? Multiplied. God's not in the subtracting business. He never has been. Even in this day... When Stephen was stoned, hey, and the disciples were placed in prison, hey, and people were fearing for their lives, Bible said Peter stood up boldly one day and preached, amen. Hey, and that crowd said, men and brethren, what must we do? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And 3,000 souls were saved that day even in the midst of turmoil and trouble and heartache, God's still in the multiplying business. And the Word of God spread and went forth. Amen. And God added to the church. Yes, God's never in the dividing business. He's always in the multiplying business. Can I simply this morning, again, that our soul is troubled. Amen. Not because of me. Not because of... You may think, boy, he, he's a good feller, but I'm not. It's just something God put inside me. My soul's trouble for you. I'm sincerely afraid that one day, not knowing... We don't know when death's coming. We don't know when we're going to leave this world. Young, old, middle-aged, it happens every day. There's no one in here. I don't care regardless of age, regardless of your health. There's no one in here can guarantee me. That can guarantee me beyond a shadow of a doubt. Now you think about it. You might be bold and you might say, yeah, I can do that. But really you can't. Nobody in here can promise me that you'll be alive tomorrow. Because you don't know that. I don't know that. We don't know when life's going to end. Listen, I've got soul rest. I don't worry about death. I'm waiting and looking for that eternal rest. Amen? One day, when our laboring is over, we can be with Him who saved us by His marvelous grace. Do you have that hope? Do you have that spiritual rest this morning? Or are you lost, undone, in need of a Savior? He died for you just as He died for me. Amen? It doesn't matter who we are, where we're from, what we've done. Hey, it doesn't matter how far out in sin you've been. The Apostle Paul, hey, he stood there as a stone Stephen. They laid their coats, amen, at this, this man's feet.
But one day on the road to Damascus, God got his attention and saved him by his marvelous grace. He consented unto the death of an innocent man. Amen? But yet God loved him enough to save him. And he loves you enough to save you. For God so loved the world, just for you and just for me, that he would save us. And to the church, I want to say this. I'm going to let the choir come. If you would, can you sing the rest of that song again? Amen. I ever how how did that thing go? I've rested in his arms a million times. Matter of fact, you come on, choir. You just come sing that. One of those verses. I would say, if you're not, if you don't have that rest, Jesus and He alone can give you that rest. You're here today and you're life's turmoil or you're just maybe you just sort of put God on the back burner you know you've been saved by the grace of God but you've just been letting things sort of go or whatever you you just don't feel at peace with him just don't just feel like something just ain't right huh would you come today and get that kind of rest amen for your soul amen as the church stands you stand to your feet just for a minute amen and as they sing this song I beg you and I plead with you don't put him off. He loves you. People of this church love you. They've been praying for you and you don't even probably know it. You're here visiting or whatever and you've come and somebody cared enough to tell Jesus about you. Somebody loved you enough to tell Jesus, amen, that He wanted them to do something great in your life just as He has in theirs. Would you take advantage of that today down here at this old-fashioned altar? Would you come as they sing with every head bowed, every eye closed, He's calling for you, friend. He loves you that much. Amen. Maybe you've tried everything else in life. Listen. Hey, I guarantee you, friend, the search will be over when you accept Him. You won't need the other things in your life that you've been looking to or trying to find to fill that void. Hey, Jesus is the answer this morning. Would you come? As God speaks to your heart, would you come? God's dealing and God's working on someone's heart here this morning. He's working. Would you allow Him to do something and you come? Step out of your seat and just come down here and allow somebody to pray with you if you want them to. Would you come? Would you come?
service. Yeah. Just about made. Mm. Want to ask him to sing that second verse again? I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Amen. Before they sing it, I want to feel this. I feel led to do it just for a minute. That's I wouldn't do it if I, I didn't feel led to. And I, I don't want to embarrass anybody or anything. But I want to ask you here this morning if maybe there's somebody here in the house of God today you've been praying for from the day they showed up. Would you just lift up your hand? I don't want to embarrass anybody in any way. But maybe you invited somebody to church. And they're here today. Anybody? Any hands anywhere? Amen. Yeah. These people have been praying for you. They took time out of their lives and out of their work. And they maybe even lost some sleep at night because they were concerned for your soul, concerned about you, loved you that much. Well, I take advantage of it. I'm not begging or pleading with anybody. Well, I tell you, what a, what a blessing to have people that care. Amen. <laughs> they care enough. Amen. They just they've been talking to God about you. <laughs> what a blessing that is. As they sing this song, I pray. Take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. 